Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is a man who is very tired and falling asleep. Wake up, JD. How are you going? <laughs> Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> no, great, mate. Great. These, yeah. long, these late nights are killing you, aren't they? They are. You know, America need to change their time zone, or Mexico or drag, and America. Yeah, yeah. drag Mexico with it. And <laughs> yeah. you know what? Take Brazil too. <laughs> yeah, take Brazil with you as well. Because you've got a couple it's of weeks to get 4:30, used. 4.30, 3 o'clock in the morning wake-ups to go watch a, wa- a race, is uh, it's killing me. I like what you're saying. You don't <laughs> either need an alarm to get up and watch the F1 anymore. Your body clock, just like F1's on, I'll wake up, and you're yep. like basically at formation lap. I I didn't 100% plan on watching this one when it was live. I like, didn't. I was like, I'm going to watch this after work. <laughs> Um, but my body clock woke me up and I knew it was about to start. So I had to get in and watch it. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> it, it was a good race. It was another one of those ones. Lots at the start. Lots at the start. Lots at the end. A little bit in the middle, but not too much. So, yeah, you know, you had Massa and Perez. That was a good little that. battle that went forever. Poor Perez. Yeah. And a bit of strategy to keep it interesting, but there wasn't too much going on in the midsection of the race. It was mainly towards the... The end where it's it like got the last super two or exciting. Three laps. Yeah. Oh, and the moment Ricardo come in and did that last pit stop, mm. that's when it got exciting for me. Oh yeah, it I guess it being up. Australian that probably probably helped, but just the fact that he was going to push to the end made it exciting because we all know he's a good passer and stuff like that. So if he can push and he can make up some positions, you're going to see some passing. Yeah. So um, no, that was great to watch. It's good. I tried to watch it at work. Um, Turns out it's really hard to squeeze in a two-hour race while, you know, trying to get work done. You can't do it. So, <laughs> no, I will watch all of these races as soon as I get home. But Kudos to anyone that can watch it at work. <laughs> yeah, if you can. Like, fantastic. Take advantage of it. <laughs> but some other people have real jobs and we can't sit on our phones. Plus, it would kill my data. <laughs> like, oh, just horrible. But we'll... Um, well, Jump into a little bit of the news. Yeah. What, what would you like to what? start with, Michael? Would you like to start with the race-related news or a bit of general no, we'll do, topics? Just general topic. Driver. You know, any driver uh, movements? There's a bit going on at the moment, actually. It's all a bit confusing because Lots they... Lots of rumours. Everyone's yes, offering people drives, but... There's a lot of drives. Um, I think there's been more drive offers than seats, which is a bit weird. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff going around with Ocon and uh, Pascal and who's going to Renault and who's going to Force India... Uh, and Who's will Magnussen re- go to f- uh, in Force India, or is he going to stay at Renault, or, or will Hass? he have a drive? Or Hass, yeah, Hass that's the new one, one on the market now. Hass their hat under the ring. Yep, because Gutierrez looks like he's lost his seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a very interesting moment in the in the driver market at the moment. The two that I'm interested to see, not just Magnussen, like I feel for Magnussen, but is is Pascal and... Um, Ocon. And... Uh, and Pascal. Ocon, yeah. yeah, yeah, and Ocon, um, to see where they go because there's a lot of talk that they might move on there's, to other teams. They've One, proven themselves India. pretty well in the cars. Like they drive those cars fairly well for what they are. Yeah, well, um, Ocon's done a pretty good job for someone that's only just come to the like mid-season. He come in, well, mm. not even mid, probably three quarters through the season. He comes through. Um, so he's done a great job with the limited experience with the hybrid, uh, the hybrid era, which is quite a complicated car to drive. Um, so he's done a great job. So there's talk that Force India might want him, and then so Mercedes will keep him 
sponsored and then they'll sort of subsidize the forcing engine. the US yeah. engines. Yep. Um, like what they're which, doing anyway with him at Manor. Yeah, exactly. So that that could really help um, get him a good seat. But there's nothing to say that Pascal won't get that seat. But there's talk that um, I think Renault wanted Pascal. So both of them could be moving on. So you never know. There might be some room for someone like um, Gasly to come through and get into F1 next year. Maybe that's why they kept Daniel... Uh, Danny Kimmy yeah thinking they can get him into cause that's another what, feeder team well that's Ricardo. he come in and started with HRT yep and Weber did the same thing they started with lower teams and worked their way up so there's nothing to say that that might not happen I think Gasly's earned his seat in F1 he's, he's driven done really pretty well. well yeah he's driven pretty well so I think he has earned a seat but Obviously, there's a lot more things that go into getting a seat than just pure talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got to be good with the media. You've got to be able to pull sponsors. You've got to have money behind you. You've got to have a lot of things yeah, going your way. A lot more things than just being able to pedal a car. Yeah. So, Pedaling a car helps a little bit. Uh, raw talent, yes, will get you so far, but you you need to be a package together. Yeah. I wonder um, how far you could get with no skill. Oh, look at uh, Malmanaro. He got pretty far yeah. with no skill. He did. He did get really <laughs> far with no skill. He won a race, for heaven's sake. <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting to see, but I don't know. What's your thoughts? Do you think any of these rumors could be substantially, have any truth behind them? Or oh, I think most rumors generally do have a bit of truth behind them. They always start somewhere. Yep. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, well, after reading Weber's book, I know I bring this back, but I don't read many books. So the ones I do read, I talk about. Um, <laughs> I'm intellectual. I read three books. I read three <laughs> books twice. No. Um, I remember with Red when Weber was still with Red Bull, and there was all this talk of him going to Ferrari. And then you know you're like, oh, this is a crazy rumor. Where's that come out? And then you read his book, and you're like, oh yeah, we basically done everything but signed on the dotted line for that one. It's just the media come out quite late. He's like the media is generally a month or so behind old news and that's when these rumors come out and then you're like oh nothing if you know had nothing happened from it be like yeah because we already canceled that idea yeah we've been um there. as for where people are going I, I i don't know yet um people a lot smarter than me pick drivers uh, i i don't know i i wish i think magnuson stays in the sport i think he deserves it um where ocon Ocon and Verlaine, I think, are both moving on from Manor. Yeah, it's going to be funny, but because there's not enough seats. I know. It happens every year, though, but somehow we squeeze everyone in. Yeah, I think Magnussen's dangerous on the edge there. You know what I mean? Like, if he goes to Haas, I think that's probably the most likely seat that he might possibly secure. Because well, he was, has come out, like he was already earlier. looking for... He wanted... Um, Magnussen before they got Grosjean. Yeah. So he was the first choice, but obviously uh, Magnussen was already looking you, at Renault, Renault deal. That's probably not a bad seat because I don't think uh, Magnussen will have a drive of Renault next year. No, I don't. I, don't. I, don't. I, think, I think they're going to go for dusted. someone else. I don't I, think Palmer's going to have a drive in Formula One next year either. No, he won't. I, I very much doubt that. I think uh, Pascal will go to Renault. I think Ocon will go to Force India, and I think Magnussen will go to Haas. To Haas. That's my feeling of what might happen. Could be completely wrong. You know what this stuff's like. And we don't really know much what's we, going on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like, we don't know the development drivers that much to come into Formula One to who we even be going with um, Mana now because both their drivers would move on. 
Well, and that's the thing. Mana will take the highest bidder pretty much. Mm. So if um, Gasly, say Red Bull are going to throw some money behind Gasly and get him into the team, they will definitely do that. But if they're not, if Gasly's not coming with backing, he probably yeah. doesn't have much choice. The other two interesting ones, actually, we've completely forgot about these two. Who? The Sauber drivers. Oh, yeah. I Both forgot all about a, Sauber this year. They're, they're just horrible. They're off contract next year. Both of them bring a lot of money with them. What so there Sauber was a lot doing of talk. with it? Well, probably running their team with not much sponsorship, I assume. Yeah, true. It will be interesting to see what goes on there. Will either of those drivers move on to a better seat? The fact that they're bringing lots of money with them. I don't think Renault wants anyone with money. I don't think they need it. Um, no, I think they, they want might skill. take it. They want. Talent. They might take it if um, you know if it come along with a good driver. But they're not just looking for money. That's not the the big selling point of no, the they're driver looking they're looking for, for. They want wins or yeah, they, good, solid results. They want over consistency money. and stuff like that. Where, but you force India's and. I don't know about the Haas team very much. I don't really know much about them. I know they are billionaires, so possibly they might not need the money. Mm. But you never know. Yeah, but just because, I mean, you don't get rich by throwing away your money on a race team, that's for sure. Well, they made the wrong decision to get in their F1, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that the old saying? How do you make a... Rich man a, poor. <laughs> no, what is it? How do you become a millionaire in F1? Quit. You start as a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well. they'll probably um <laughs> probably do it. So, but it's exciting times ahead. I think we'll probably find out before uh, the end of the year, but you never know. We've got a couple of out. weeks. We've got 10 days. Yeah, we've got two more races left in the season. So it's livened it up, hasn't it? Oh, it's it's not looking as closed case no, as it was. Not. All it's going to take is, say, look at this race. Mm-hmm. Max, wheel-to-wheel with Rosberg, first corner, bang, big shunt. Well, not a big shunt, but it was a, it was a decent hit. Con- it, it was, was enough contact. to... It was wheel-to-wheel contact, I it was think. A, yeah, it was, it, was, it was enough to make a suspension fail if it had been slightly harder or the wrong angle. Mm. And Rosberg was lucky enough to get away with it. Maybe next time if that happens, he might not be so lucky. It might be just a bit more of angle, a little bit faster or something like that could take him out you never know these things could happen and there's only that'll bring it down to one point in the championship if um hamilton went and won and so, then you were saying oh uh, yeah well look hey, go no on the friend, record go on the okay, record there's no it. friends when you're fighting for a world championship no and those two don't have any much of a friendship to f- worry about anyway they're best buds and not anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh, i said look if if it come down to it he should take him out <laughs> he should no, do a center. A do a center was your okay, words. Yeah, do a center was my words. Yes, I didn't say take him out. I just said do a center, and left the rest up to your imagination. Which meant take him out. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I just meant put him in a compromising position and run him off the track. You just meant put him into a wall. That's what you meant. <laughs> uh, it'll be at Dubo- uh, Abu Dhabi, which has a, it's got a lot of runoff, so it might be a bit harder than the old, <laughs> old days where it's a gravel trap. But I, you know, maybe put the. It's hard these days. They hand out a lot of penalties these days. So you never know. You could get a championship point penalty oh. and then lose the championship. Do they do that? The Formula One don't take championship points and off not, you. Not normally. Not normally. But in that sort of case, if you deliberately took someone out, possibly. Yeah, Rosberg would lose <laughs> two championship points. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, other than that, um, is there any other news really 
other than the race news? Um, not too much happened in Formula One in seven days since we last spoke. Yeah, it's especially they didn't go home. No, there's been no um, developments on the cars or anything like that. It's it's all pretty well, you know. The cars are how they're going to be for the last two races now. I don't think there'll be too many more developments. Nah, they're, they're um, pretty much... I mean, the racing's great, though. When the cr- racing's close, How it's close fantastic. is it now? All weekend, you look at the, the scoreboard... or scoreboard? The, the, the lap board. yep. And um, different people going fastest all the time. I Whoever know. could get those tyres to work was going to go fast. If you couldn't get the tyres to switch on, that was it. You're done. Yeah, that was really, really interesting because we had Seb and we had Verstappen, you know, all putting fastest laps for different sessions. So well, they that was really like good. That I, mean, I know it's jumping to the end of the race, but those Verstappen, Vettel and Ricardo, like that was great close racing at the oh, end of Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um, and even like at the start, you sort of had the top three drivers like, Verstappen was closing in on Rosberg, and Rosberg didn't. Hamilton had a bit of a gap, but not a huge gap. Like it was still gone to the days of like Melbourne and the start of the year with the Mercedes just pulling away. Yeah, like it's been so exciting. Everyone. I understand that Mercedes have turned the week down a bit on their engines because mm. they want to make them last. And they want to. Well, they don't want any more failures. There's actually something else to come out in the news now. That actually, I remember. Um, Hamilton's car had extremely high exhaust temps. This race? This race. Worrying yeah, high like exhaust what, what, temps. Do they know what from? Or no, just... there was no explanation when they were talking about it. Basically, they were saying maybe it was possibly to do with something of leaning out or something because the the Mexican track is so... It's at altitude. It's at, I can't remember, 2,000 feet or something. Far out. That's so far. the air is really thin. There's not much oxygen in the air and the engines struggle a bit more. So the... You know, everything's working harder to make the power. So they, they, they said possibly something like that. Um, he was winching. Like, I mean, it's completely different, but he was winching about his brakes at the start. He was saying one of them was like 100 degrees more. Like Yeah, one, yeah uneven. One uneven temperature build yeah. up at the start, and that's what he's blaming his excursion for. Yeah. Um, Should we do he that? He also that? did blame at, in America that he was down on power, but the team said he wasn't, and he keeps saying he was. So that's quite funny. Yeah, Hamilton wins just about everything. Yep. You won the race. Come on, man. <laughs> he's looking happy. I wonder. Well, he's how got much a bit of his mojo is... back. Yeah, well, he's got a few wins now. Like... Do you reckon the team are pandering to him a bit? Remember uh... last year? Opposite way around. Hamilton had already won the championship. Yeah, and then. And then Ros- all of a sudden, they, Rosberg was beating him at every race. Yeah, I really hope they're treating both drivers equally at this point with... I would like to think that there's no favoritism at Mercedes at the moment. I don't think there is, but it. I just want to put it out there. You heard it here first. If you, <laughs> if yeah, it ever comes out in anyone's book out. out. You've heard it here. JD said it first. <laughs> In his wild speculation corner. <laughs> yeah. Got anything else you want to add into your wild I'll take my tin hat off. It's all right. <laughs> oh, we'll see how he goes in the next two races. Yeah. Look, the championship's pretty well, well t- done now. For Rosberg to win the championship in Brazil. Yes. He needs to win the race. Yes. If he doesn't win the race, he needs to come second, and Hamilton needs to finish fourth. Yeah. 
Hamilton has he? How many times have he? He doesn't finish four. He's probably finished fourth like once or twice this year. Not very often. Mm. Yeah, maybe if he gets probably got more DNFs than fourth. Yeah, if he gets run off the track or something like that. Yeah, he definitely has a lot more DNFs. Mm. He's blowing like four engines up this year. So yeah, if it, um, basically Hamilton. I can't see Hamilton finishing fourth. No, not unless there's something happens. Nothing happens in these races. <laughs> when I look at them, I think, oh, yeah, nah. You know, probably be Mercedes 1-2, Red Bull get up there, maybe another Red Bull, a couple of Ferraris. Like, that's how the race is going to happen. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this enough this year. I know what's going on. No, I thought it was going to be a lot more interesting this race, to be honest, when I was watching practice. How was pra- I didn't catch any. I didn't get qualifying. Oh, well, I it was all so race. close, mate. That different people were going posting fastest laps all weekend. You couldn't tell who was going to be fastest in qualifying. I can't remember what the difference was where we were in qualifying, but it wasn't huge. It wasn't a second or anything like that. It was like point six or something. Cover the top five, I think. Far out. Well, they were really close. I do like. To I don't know if it says the cars have closed up and it's making the racing great. I they know, and just, we're about to change everything. I know. We should just have you get twelve months of development, and then you have to use the same car for twelve months. <laughs> Let them develop these cars, get them to a point they're so close, and like next year you use this car and you don't get to develop it. <laughs> we get this close <laughs> racing for twelve months. If you win a race, you're not allowed to develop anything in your car. Ooh, Ooh, a bit like touring car masters. Yep, a weight. Give them weight. Weight penalty or rev penalty. Yeah, Mercedes can't. They have to rev limit their cars. They can yep. only go to 10. Look, I don't think it's the type of sport. They're pushing the limit in F1. That's obviously why the budgets are so big and stuff like that. But You it know has what limit nice. they're pushing? Track limits. Yep, it raised We're going to build a, a wall and we're going to get Mexico to pay for it this time. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's in Mexico. Yeah. No. What there was a lot of, lot of chat about that after the race, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because of think? Hamilton You're and Rosberg. And jump on the Bernie Eccleston, build my 40 centimeter wall bandwagon. Look, I don't think a wall's the answer. No, I, it's not. I, it's I just think... dangerous. It's horrible. 40 centimeters, like. Yeah, that's gonna that's Side just gonna make cars to roll. But um, he does I think tire. Uh, sorry, not tire. Gravel traps. Uh, gravel traps. That, Big distance. Or just penalties. Yeah, the I don't know. I think we've already got a lot of good things. We're just not using them enough. We've got we've got it, these things at some tracks that stop the drivers going off the track. Yeah, walls. And gravel street, traps, street circuit, and we got um, also. They used to call them sausage curves. Oh, the big curves. Sleeping police. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that is a huge deterrent. Walls, yeah, he has a point. Yeah, you put a wall on it. When they started complaining about, oh, the walls will be too dangerous, they said, well, stop going to Monaco and Singapore then. And Baku. Yeah. They're completely walled circuits. Well, two of those tracks are a lot of drivers' favorite tracks. And they're completely walled because it's high risk. High yield comes down to the driver a lot. It's not 100% on car. It A lot of the effort gets put in the driver's court to push the limits and reward themselves with a good lap time. Mm. Like, I'm not going to jump on the whole let's build a wall, but I definitely want to jump on this let's fix the track limits. It is getting bad. It's too inconsistent. That's all I think. Look, I'm not... A, 
I don't hate them going off the track too much. I just hate the fact that one weekend we're going, no one can go off track. We're going to take the position off you. And if it's in qualifying, we're taking the time off you and you have to try and go again and yada, yada, yada. And then the next weekend, we don't care about track limits. Just feel free. Go off the track as far as you like, mate. It's got to stop. My issue with watching the start of the race and when Hamilton goes off, he's turned in. He, you can see he's turned and he's trying to actually is more angled to go into the more the second curb. So through the turn one, turn two, and then you got turn three, I assume. Yeah. It's like a three corner section. Instead of going to turn two, he changes direction. You can see the car change direction to dart off to come in and enter at the exit of turn three. Yep. And he got a huge advantage from that. Granted, I know that they'd probably, you know, the first couple of laps, you're going to get this bit of leeway because you got more push and shove. Yeah, there's a bit of MST and on uh, and being allowed to push. As soon as that happened, after that, there was this virtual safety car. Everyone slowed down. Then they called the actual safety car. So he lost all that advantage anyway. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. Look, my view is there was probably... There's something needs to be done about it. I know the rules. I mean, uh, look, coming I'm not from just... go-karts, the rule is always if you go off the track, you can't gain an advantage. You could come back on in your original position, but you can't gain anything from it. Mm. And when you go off the track, straight line, you cut. he cut a complete corner. He, did, he could he... have slowed down enough and gone back on and gone around turn two. He would have lost three he or would, four positions. Yeah, exactly. He would have lost three or four positions, but... It would have been the right thing to do, mm. but he didn't. He cut straight across to turn three and accelerated away. Had about, what, a 10-car car length. He had huge length. Yeah, he, he, he blew away from the pack. And same as... Um, and then held on to that when the virtual safety car came out. And then... Only lost it when the safety car yeah, came out. Yeah, and the only time he really come back to the field was because of the safety car. But to me, that there's something wrong there because... In their eyes, he still didn't breach a rule. Yeah, he has, but he has gained an advantage. He's he gained, gained an advantage, but if you advantage. look at the thing, um, this, uh, this is an extra- extraordinary story, actually. Yeah. Um, when I was racing, I, I went down to Adelaide to race. There's a, a track called Bolivar down in South Australia. Um, and this kid that's, so this is a class for everyone that doesn't follow go-karts at all, used to be called, um, Rookies, I think he was racing, which is like a, oh, this is testing me, nine to around the 12-year-old, 11-year-old mark. A fella was in the lead of the race. He was struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. and he went, so he, very competitive. You got This was for the South Australian state title, so yep. it was uber competitive. There was probably uh, a train of probably 10 to 15 carts, nose to tail, behind him. So if you got offline, you, go off you, go, you can go back five or six places before you get back in the train. Yeah. So it's it's, it's it's high risk. Yeah. It's it's a, it's awesome watching. If you haven't gone and watched a good, go to a state title for your go karts in your state and watch it because unbelievable racing. It's probably better than anything you'll see on TV. Mm. Um, but in saying that, this kid knew the rules, and he went down into turn one. I think it was actually at the end of the straight. And he did a bit of a wobble on the steering wheel like he was losing control under brakes. Went straight. <laughs> and he turned into the corner and went straight off the other side. 
and cut a whole section out of the track. Now didn't gain a position. He didn't gain a position, but he did gain about thirty seconds lead. Yes, <laughs> and he slowed down to try and let them catch him, but he probably only slowed down maybe two seconds a lap, sort of thing. Yeah. So they caught him at like the last lap. In his eyes, he had done nothing wrong. He didn't gain a position. Did he get penalty for it? Uh, he was awarded the race win which was the it was the title yep and then there was a whole bunch of steward uh people were so in go-karts you, it's similar to v8s and all that you've got to pay yep it's just a bit more affordable yeah <laughs> 50 dollars you could put up go see the stewards Is there enough people feed like, them the complaints there was a lot of people putting up complaints. <laughs> the top three or four people definitely were all up there with their fifty dollars, going, "Hey, no, yeah, <laughs> rulebook says don't get an advantage. That doesn't mean you have to stay in the same position." Mm. So I, I'm not sure what actually ended happened because we left the left the meeting by the end of How'd it. How'd you go? Uh, I got binned in that oh. race. You weren't in that race, though, eh? You were older. No, you I was in seniors. Seniors. Yeah, so I was racing Clubman. I was 17 then, I think. So it was a few years chicken. ago, over 10 years ago now. Right, um, you, you meant to be finished by carts by 17. I know. Should be I was, under your, your I was like bloom. I didn't get to carts until I was 15. Should be doing your Formula Ford then. Yeah, should have been. Yeah, didn't. No, you <laughs> went on and did your um, stock car. Uh, yeah, did a bit of Speedway for a bit and... Uh, didn't enjoy that as much as <laughs> go karts, so I went back to go karts for a while. But um, when you yeah, saw the title, so, yeah, yeah, a couple, yeah. So it shows that if you knew the rule book, you could exploit certain things. Oh, and you can hit; they do it all the time. And uh, they've got to stop this advantage gaining. Well, they can quite like. I think any advantage. Is an advantage if you I think gain if a you second, have to hold to, you you that's an. I that's think an if ass- you have to leave the track to hold on to your position, you should give it to the person that was trying to pass you, even that's if you were still in front. That's what happened with Max, because Vettel yeah. didn't actually pass him. Yeah, Max just went in super late, like super late on the brakes, locked it, couldn't make the turn, went off. Kept the position because well, he was like, "Well, I never actually got, he never, he never passed, passed me." me. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, but it was you know, no way in hell you're going to pull that car up in time. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that needs to be looked at because sure they've got enough sensors on the track to be like when they do the virtual safety car, you've got all these sensors around at your earliest time of arrival. Surely, if you come off, they'll be like, "All right." When you've you before you came yeah, off, yeah, you've done you the had, fastest sector one of the of the whole yeah, race. Yeah, well, even before you go, you've had a five second lead over the next car. You lock up, you do what Hamilton does. You come off, and you're like, now you've got a fifteen second lead. You've now made what seven seconds? Yeah, an advantage. That's gained an advantage. You have to what full back seven. Yeah, seconds? but I think it needs to go further than that because what people will do is they'll run off the track to keep a position to cut the corner and then come back to the car and f- that was trying to pass them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they'll pull themselves back. We need to penalize them for, you made a mistake. You locked your brake. That's a mistake. Yep. You went off the track. You're getting paid millions of dollars not to do that. Bingo. Go back. Mm. Back of the line. Not necessarily back of the line, but you know what I mean. Go behind. If 
it was hard with Hamilton because no one was really battling him. He yeah, kind he of went in there. He's himself. like, yeah. Uh, Rosberg was coming at him. He was closing quite quickly, actually. If you watch the onboard from Rosberg's car, um, he got a really good toe. And I don't know if Hamilton deliberately helped him or not. Mm. I wouldn't think he would, but Hamilton sort of pulled in uh, in front of Rosberg, which really gave him that toe and it helped him get past the Red Bull cars. Ah, yeah. Because he was under pressure as well. And then as soon as they got up to the corner, Hamilton just went all in by himself. Yeah. He did. He was complaining. Uh, you mentioned he said earlier, something. Actually. He said that his brake temps weren't even, or one brake was 100 degrees higher than the other one. And Yeah, so... He was whinging odd. on the radio. But, yeah, that it just... It's funny that... I know that they give them a bit more freedom on the first lap. There's, you know, you can have a touch and stuff like that. But I don't necessarily think we should be giving people freedom for just running off the track. Yeah, I think, like, you put a wall at the end, like, not a, not a wall the whole way around, but just a wall from where turn one comes in, and it turns right, and then just run a wall parallel along that, and then that way you can't cut off. I mean, I know it's dangerous as hell, and this is, once again, I'm advocating those Mexicans building me a wall, but, yeah, it, we just... That or dig it up, put a big hole in the middle of it, fill it with gravel. I honestly like the gravel trap idea. Is, just, is it for, just gravel traps aren't as safe or well, they're more is, expensive they, to maintain? No, they're, Can't be they're that not expensive. as safe. They're just rocks. And they end people's races. So for and a I, long time, people got the shits when someone got, you know, they didn't crash out, but they went into the gravel trap, got stuck, and that's their race over. Mm. And brings a lot more stoppages to the race. So there, there are negatives. I know that. And I mean, this is the same thing we were saying last week with the Circuit of Americas and new tracks. They're built with a lot of runoff and a lot of space. So you're not getting these big accidents. You're not getting cars just stopped. The idea is is your car doesn't stop in a a section of the track that can't pull off unless you're Max and somehow go somewhere stupid. And then his car... you got to give it to him. The car did get stuck in gear or yeah, something. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking before. Like, he's had a, gear, a gearbox failure. He's probably stuck in first or stuck in a forward gear. Put the car into neutral. It hasn't disabled that. He put it into neutral, and they're trying to push it back. That's why it wouldn't rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's just something that's, we've got to look at. But surely we've the- got enough timers around the track to just penalize people, even if it's a... I don't know. I I'm not. I'm well, not a rule maker. Well, they need to do something with the rules and make it clear cut so everyone knows where they stand. At the moment, it's and it can't be select one rule, tracks. One rule. Yeah, it needs to be for every track. We need one rule to rule them all. Yes. One, one rule, rule to, to bind, bind them. them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've nerded out there. The race. We've touched on a little bit of it. Yep. Do you want to go into more of it? No, not at all, mate. Not at all. You've done it. Um, We've touched on the start, so we've just done the start. Yeah, it was it was a good start. Um, The Red Bulls put the uh, the both the Mercedes under a little bit of pressure. Hamilton got away pretty well. The 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 best start I seen there was bloody um, Force India's Hulkenberg. Great start. Didn't he have traction off the line? He He got up to fourth. Yeah, he 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 was right on the back of. no, who the Ferrari, Vettel. Yeah, yeah, he hooked right up on the back of that. Yeah, he was. He he just powered through there. He 
It was a great... And then you had Gutierrez that sort of got in the way. I, at the start, you go... like you, There's the Ericsson and um, Verline incident. Yeah. Um, from the first angle, you thought, ah, oh, you know, Verline... Uh, Ericsson sort of span into um, Verline. But then when you watch the onboard, you see Gutierrez actually hit and lifted the car quite high up. Like, when the, when they touch wheels, those cars bounce. Yeah, yeah. Quite. Wheel-on-wheel contact, when you actually touch the tyre on the tyre, it, it it grabs the car. Mm. And obviously, the the spinning action of the wheel actually it launches it, it over up. it. Yeah. Um, it just, honest, I know no one got a penalty out of it, but it was just a bit silly. Very squeezy. Drove, yeah, there was three he, wide. He, he was in the middle, though. Shutting, he drove into a gap that was going to shut. Yeah. It was forever going to shut. It was never... I can't take it away from him because he was being ambitious. He was trying to make up a race. It's you know, home Grand Prix. Up, yeah, it, it's home Grand Prix. There's a lot of passion there. He's trying to make up position. And you never know. It might have worked. But 2020 hindsight you probably shouldn't go for that. put a car out of the race. Yeah. It's, he was lucky that it wasn't his car that got put out of the race. Yeah, he so, was, but uh, it happened. I mean, very it was high a racing risk. incident. Then you had Carlos Saints had that. Did you see the incident with him and Alonso? Oh yeah, that was weird. So what do you th- do? You think he just didn't see him? Because that's what I think. I think my he probably is, didn't know that Alonso was on the outside. Yeah, my view is that he. I don't think he realised. Maybe see, he was Martin, looking in his right. Right mirror. Did you hear Martin Brundle's comments about that? He's like, maybe it's not great to meet your idols because you'll run them off the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a bit... Um, geez, it was a nasty move. If he knew he was there, that was pretty nasty. I don't, I don't think he Carlos did. don't like that at um, all. Because he was ahead. Like, a fair... Uh, not hugely, but he there, was... There was an overlap. There was an overlap, but it wasn't like a... Notice and where it was on the corner, it was on the outside line anyway. Yeah, like Alonso was pretty ambitious to be in that position, considering he was going around. Well, he would have been on the outside going into that turn. Well, I think he got better traction off the corner, mm. which is what put him in the position going along that straight, and then he got squeezed. Um, it is, yeah, it was a dangerous one. It was a real dangerous one because it put him on the grass. Yeah, and it's and very it, easy just to lose it there. Yeah. It's yeah, one of the few c- parts of the thing they don't have much runoff in that section. Yep. That could have ended in a very big crash, and it's... Did I don't see Carlos Sainz doing it. that deliberately. Nah, I don't. I think so, Carlos Sainz got a bit more of a head on him. Um, he hasn't done any... Carlos Sainz hasn't really done these big brain farts that we've seen the other younger drivers do. No, he's... A, well, I was actually... I was just thinking about it now that you were talking about it. Um, that I sent you a, I can't remember if it was a video, no, it might have been a radio interview with Fernando Alonso. Yeah, yeah. And they were asking about who's the best driver in Formula 1 right now. What's his opinion? And most drivers out there will always say themselves because, of course, they've got to market themselves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, and also to be that caliber of driver, you've got to believe in yourself too. Oh, yeah, you, you don't get to that think thing you're going, fast. Oh, I'm all right. You've got to think you're the best. Um, anyway... He said Daniel Ricciardo. Now, there was a an article released this week that I read about uh, all the media outlets, all the media outlets. I'm doing uh, quotations, quotations you, here. I do this with my claw hats. Yes. <laughs> you can't see me. This is very... Um, quotes. Yes, yep. quotes right now. 
all the media outlets, I think it was like six or seven different countries. Australia wasn't included in this. Uh, and it had quite mixed reviews on who was the best driver. So it was all the um, reporters basically saying yeah. who they think is the best. Now, one out. reporter said Lewis Hamilton. No. Now, who do you think that was? A British reporter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was quite funny. There was a few people saying Carlos Sainz was actually a quite a good driver. Perez was up there. So, mm-hmm. they, they didn't just rate their best driver. They sort of gave a top three or four, I think it was. Yep. Maybe five. Um, Perez Overall, actually... who was... Who did they... Um, so, Ricardo surprisingly, wasn't put that high. Only a few of them chose Ricardo as one of their best drivers. Mm. Um... Vettel has dropped a long way. Vettel is yep. below v- Ricardo. Yep. Um, a lot of people still putting Alonso quite highly. They're doing that, aren't they? A lot. Everyone still thinks that he's. I don't the know. Best it's all-round package is what everyone says. Mm. So, but yeah, that that was really interesting to read. That that's their views. Alonso drags that car up the up the field. He does. Well, they but they have been paying him a little bit because they've had he's had the upgraded engine and stuff, which is not helping Button. But they did say in he the telecast have it today, in Mexico. Um, when because you know Alonso's on the radio and he says something about they saying pick the pace up. He's like, I'm going as fast as I can. We've been in traffic since for 15 laps. It was like lap 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, and he's like, this car shouldn't even be out on the track. Yeah. He said something like that. I think he said pretty much along those lines. Yeah. And Martin Brundle's saying, exactly. going, oh, you know, you can't be putting down the team so much because, you know, this is going to affect the guys at the, you know, back at the workshop who work on these cars and put everything they can to get the cars as good as they can. I think it's something Hamilton is very good with. If you always say, he talks about my guys and the team and, mm. oh, they're doing a great job and I don't blame them for this and, you know, everyone's doing a great job. Keep working hard. You know, this is why we're where, where we are and yada, yada, yada. Where Alonso tends to go the opposite side of motivation of this is bullshit. He's a tough this love This needs approach. to be better. <laughs> yeah, but then they asked him, like, why do they let him get away with it? And they're like, well, he he gets the results. He does. And he, he does. He's but, passionate, and you can see it in his driving. I mean, I hope he goes back to the guys at the shed, you know, the workshop, and be like, you're trying. I appreciate you. I appreciate your effort. Yeah. I, I don't. I just think, you know, those guys who bust their ass building him a car is to the best that they can do. Um, and you got to think, the guys building the cars, they probably they still can't, like, oh, we're going to do this one small change. They've got to probably go through a line of command, you know, yep. to do everything, and it's not... Exactly their fault. Thank them, hopefully. Yeah, you got to feel for them. Some of them might not even see the drivers at all. Mm. Um, you know, there'll be a few drivers that don't really visit there because uh, some of them Head don't off. have simulators and stuff like that. At yeah, the so there might not be a point so to go back into it. So the drivers don't really go to the factory that much. Um, you know, like Toro Rosso, they use the Red Bull simulator. Yeah. So... I don't know whether they go there or not. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about it. But Toro Rosso is based in um, in Italy. Italy. Yes, Red Bull's in the UK. Yep, it's a long way. Well, the drivers don't necessarily need to live at where the factory is. Most of them live in Monaco. For Weber lived around the corner. He lived within driving distance of Milton Keys. He did. Yes, he did. Hmm. 
That's why his second home track was Silverstone. Yeah. And he did really well there. Miss really Weber strong. Already. I do too. I miss... I mean, he's still racing I miss his year. comments. I mean, he's not real gone. It just hasn't been WWE. Yeah, well, it's not been WWE. He's definitely not been WWE this year. No, hasn't he? No. Damn. He's really fallen off the WWE platform, I reckon. Can you see Weber coming out? Can you smell what Weber is cooking? I hope it's a roast. I think... The team is happy with the <laughs> outcome. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yes. But. That's off topic. We got way off topic. topic. Wow. <laughs> what were we even talking about, Michael? <laughs> um, drivers, drivers going to their yeah. anyway, living. Yes. So they, they all live in Monaco. Really, a lot of them do. Yep. I they see all, all their private plane flights rubbing it in all the time. Do you reckon, like. I Lewis lives in Monaco. Yeah, but he has his own private plane. So he, he flies doesn't, by himself. He doesn't fly with the rest of the guys. On oh, Nico's hell no. He doesn't like nobody. Unless you're like a rapper or some sort of music person or in fashion, he don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Why? What's, what's with him in fashion? Seriously. Because he's vain as fuck. Just got to look at him every time he takes his helmet off and he you're can't even so turn. Vain. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He's, but he's got that male pattern oh. baldness going. In, oh, he's getting the hair plugs. His hair's a lot thicker this year than it was last year. He maybe had a phone call. He talked to Warney. Yeah, Warney's been on the phone to him, he's eh? going to advanced hair <laughs> studios. I did see, actually, this week that um, Nicole Scherzinger come out and pulled up. She must be struggling for some publicity. Here we go. We'll give her a plug. Oh, she needs it. A plug on our podcast. There you go. Nicole, you've reached it. Yeah, you have. You have. Oh, go um, on. Hang on. Plug, plug away. Plug away. Well, she's come out. It's not so much a plug. It's more oh, slander. No, do you want to find out when her next show is? We'll, we'll get that up. Hang I on. actually don't know if they if she even performs anymore. I don't know. I think she's got a sugar daddy. But anyway, um, apparently Hamilton was cheating on her. That's why they broke up. This is like... Who the hell cares? Yeah. Why are you bringing this up? No one cares. No one cared when you... You know what? One thing that I did like about Hamilton was when he did break up with his missus, he drove a lot better. He was always crappy and angry when he was dating. It's like he's distracted. Well, when he broke up with her, he was hopeless. He made a lot of problems. But... Now that he hasn't been with her for ages and he's got his head a bit more in the right spot, it's, it's a lot better. Back. Oh my god! Is he? Is he's just still being Hamilton now and just living it up, isn't he? Pretty much does what he wants, makes music, flies around. Has the he world. released his album yet? No, I don't think so. No, can't so, wait for that. Oh yeah, I'll be all over that. Nat. Yeah. <laughs> We'll Look, give it a review. We'll, it, it, if we it comes out sometime, we're we're doing this still. We'll let's be honest. We'll we will buy one copy. No, we fucking won't. Right? <laughs> you get pirate one copy. Nah, then. I get Google Music. I I'll just stream it. I've already paid my money. Yeah, I'm not maybe, actually paying for the album. They might not. You never know. They might not put it on Google Music. It might not be that big. <laughs> Most of them do. They'll go I to know, Apple and Google. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> Screw him. Screw him. Hamilton's got enough money for me to buy an album from. Oh, man. He should give it away for free. You'd probably get more listens. He probably would. A lot of people probably aren't going to pay for it. <laughs> no. Nah. 
<laughs> Although he is has one of the biggest supporting groups out of any F1 driver, which is very surprising because he can be quite arrogant sometimes. Supporting groups in which way? Like fans. Fans and oh yeah, but he's got that whole UK island. It's like forty-five million of them. Yeah, it's true. And the UK are very biased, and in Australia we are completely not biased. Daniel Ricciardo is just the best driver. Yeah, out it's there. N- we can't help it <laughs> if the Australians are that good. Yeah. All right. Weber was so much better than Vettel. Ah. <laughs> Weber just <laughs> let Vettel win those champions because he knew, like, championships because he knew he was just a small kid. Look, I could come up with a few excuses, and there's a few valid ones, but still, <laughs> <laughs> everything was stacked against him. <laughs> Yeah, well, height and weight didn't help, but still. Anyway, but we, 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 we know, dig up the past. Anyway, we got <laughs> we got Ricardo now, who's the greatest in the world. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Throw a Verstappen at him, and he just fucking pretends he's nothing. <laughs> yep. Everyone was worried about where Ricardo, how Ricardo is going to go against the almighty Verstappen. Well, well we look at the now points. Sealed third. <laughs> yeah, he can't win. He can't lose third position in the drivers' champion. So he gets to go have a, another black tie event. He does. He does. That's, that's where they go. That is actually a really good point, actually. He it's got a it really in his pre- first... It's a big He actually accolade. won third in his first year at Red Bull, too. Yeah, that's a big accolade for him. Mm. So It'll be his second, third trophy. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's a really good effort from the team as well. The team has developed this car through the season Especially considering really well. coming into this season, everyone was thinking this was going to be Ferrari and Mercedes year. The start of the year, I pretty much had given up on Red Bull for this year. Written it off. Got to have faith, mate. But God, they've been... really developed the car well. Oh, they have. You are a musical jukebox tonight, aren't you? I'm a musical genius. I'm like <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, don't go far that far. <laughs> You're better than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> well better than Kanye. He is shit. He is. Uh, I hate Kanye. We were talking about a race at some stage. I'm no, sure. no, it's now musical podcast. <laughs> Guess right. this song. No. Okay, back to the race. We've had the first couple of laps. We've had the safety car. We've had yep. Alonso and Carlos. Yep. Now you've got that really long 40 laps in the middle. Where nothing much happened. Well, actually, we were talking about this before the podcast, actually. Massa and Perez. That was that would have been heartbreaking race. for the crowd. They were like, you they could were really hear him. into it, but you could hear every time he come in and like he'd make a gap, like a small move on it. The crowd was going nuts. I cannot wait for Perez because I think he's going to be the only Mexican left after this year in Formula oh, yeah, One. He will be if he ever makes the podium in Mexico. There will be a riot. They will need a national holiday. Ah, it would be so good for the sport there, though. Like, there was a lot of people. Mexico's got a lot of um, sponsors coming from it as well, which Mm. is really... That's actually a really good point to bring up as well. You know how we were talking about the driver market earlier. Perez not only is a great driver... Brings a lot of money. He brings millions and millions and millions a year to that team. Now, that's... It's just going to make him signable. Like, you've got to think about that. It's a big incentive. You, a, you're getting an A-class driver. Mm. And B, get he's going to get some money and fund your team a bit better so you can do more development. Why not? Well, I've never seen that many Force India shirts in my life than what I saw in the crowd. Yep. Saw but more, what I did I love... saw more Force India shirts there 
than when we raced in India for like one year or two years. Whatever happened to India? I'm not sure, to be honest. They probably couldn't pay Bernie Eccleston's They probably Eccleston's couldn't bribes. find the track I mean, money. with the amount of bloody f- smog that was around. Mm. So bad. Singapore gets a bit like that sometimes too, but you just ah, don't really Yeah, but we get the breeze night. come through. And you don't really notice it at night time. Yeah, but Singapore is a very developed country. It is. India, not so much. India is fast developing, but it's one of the fastest developing. Oh, I understand that. And, uh, you know, they went and built this huge racetrack and now it's it's gone. Well, the, it's not gone. Actually, it's still there. Back to news again. Sepang. Oh, yeah. I heard Sepang might be going. They yeah. might not renew after 2018 or yeah, something. Yeah, 2018, yep. Next year might be the last race. Uh, sorry, two years from now might be the last race. Could go. It's really, it's not that expensive from Darwin. It's really close. Um, So, there is a lot of talk it could be going. Mm. Well, what are they going to do? Like, they keep, there's always more places that want tracks and they've just seen oh, to... I don't think F1 will be fighting on, over it. They can go... America wants another F1 race. They kind of need three over there in one hit to justify. I don't know why they don't do Canada, Mexico, and the US Grand Prix in one hit. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think they should be... Because this is why V8s failed in America. We needed two more races over there. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you need to really focus on it. And I think they need to do like what they do with the Asian series sort of now, Australia, Singapore... Uh, well, actually, Dorman no, hits. Yeah, Dorman hits. Sorry, Australia is no longer with it, but sorry, Singapore and Malaysia sort of thing. Yeah, but we never together. raced for Singapore. No, we never did. But we, we did. did with Malaysia. We did Australia, China, and we did Australia, Malaysia. Normally. Australia, Malaysia, China is what yeah. it was, and this year it was Australia, China. But then it was Australia, China, and then when they did Singapore, they did Singapore, Malaysia, or the other way around. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, they so, do them in groups because no point flying all the way around the world for a week, fly back. Do you think there'll be... Where do you think the next American track will be? I don't know. I I know this is going to sound bad to all our American listeners, and I know we do have some. I, you, you Stop rubbing on the bench. I know. I'm trying to get off the bench, but it's you stuck. Your chair's on wheels. Just don't <laughs> run over the dog. Um, I just don't know any other Formula One rated international circuits. In America. You ask me about circuits, I'm like Indianapolis, Daytona. I think they might. How about we do this? Get F1 to do like just race at Daytona. Just do some circles for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Like a like an indie race. Yeah, yeah. Do an indie Flat race. out. Flat out. 400 Ks an hour. Go on. Do it. Go on. We got refueling. I bet you won't. You're weak. <laughs> <laughs> that only works when I'm eight. <laughs> Shout out to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um... Wait, wait, no. Well, there was that talk, was of, talk um, of New Jersey, but I think that's all fallen through now. Yeah, street track. Yeah. I don't know. There, there could be, you never know, there could be support come out for that. Yeah. That would be one of my picks. I understand why. Somewhere in California would probably be pretty good. California a bit greenies, aren't they? Aren't they yeah, very still... like environmentalists? And... Oh, they are. They, they had to be because the population was becoming so big and they, they haven't had rain in like three and, years and all that so going through a massive drought yeah shout out to all our friends in california yep but yeah i don't, I don't just, honestly i don't know where they're gonna, the they wouldn't one. build another track i don't think they would i think they've got other tracks they could spec up to fia mm. um oh well, if there's already well here, endurance tracks where, over there where else 
to the people listening, where would you recommend going in America if you know of a track or on at least in the continent of North and South America? Yeah, exactly. Because we don't just have to stay in America. America is not a country. It's a continent. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, this Give is another something race quick in thing. Canada. If you're listening out there from another country... Hit us up. Send us a message. I want to know where people are listening from. It'd be great to find out where you, where you're listening from. Just say hi we've and got, where you're from. We've got people from. Um, we've had America, New you Zealand, hit up, up on Facebook or our email. By the way, yeah. <laughs> um, we've had, we had someone from Hungary, but I think that was our mate Dane because he got. We we released just when um he was ra- he was working one of with our DTM. friends yeah one of our friends is a, a pit crew for Mercedes, Mercedes and DTM. DTM team, and we sent him the link to the show when he was doing the Hungary he was over in Hungary yeah for the Grand and Grand I was Hungary, like yeah. oh someone from Hungary and then I realised ah now I've got Dane's IP address <laughs> <laughs> yeah nah so if if you're listening out there. Yeah, hit um, us up. Let us know up. What, where you're from. Like, It'd be really interesting to find out. Yeah. Give us some feedback. They're probably like, you guys have been talking for 50 minutes and you barely talked about the race this episode. <laughs> well, a lot of stuff happened. You know what? You Not know what? every episode could be all about a race. All right. Well, let's let's kick right. on to the race a bit more then. We had those 40 laps in the middle with nothing but Perez and um. We'll skip the... Yeah, yep. and Let's go we'll to the go, fi- last we'll five go to laps. The, we'll go to the, fu- the fun stuff. Yeah, the last five. Let's be honest. We all f- go for the finish shot anyway. <laughs> um, Talk for yourself. <laughs> uh, so, the... We've had that quick recap. Okay. Yeah, so basically, Ricardo's closing fast on the top four. He top was. Four? Yep. Yeah, he was fifth. Yep, fifth. Yeah, fifth, yeah. He was closing really fast. Rosberg and Hamilton still in a bit of a class of their own, but we had Verstappen and Vettel. Oh, quickly. I know this is just thing. Did you think it was all a load of bullshit when the team was on the f- uh, radio to, I think, Raikkonen or Vettel saying Ricardo could go to the end? He's the guy that pitted first on the mediums on lap one. And they're saying, watch out for him. He could go to the end. Everyone else had pitted about 10 to 15 laps after. Yeah, yeah, I I, I know. I hear you. And I actually thought about it when I was listening to it. Maybe it was my 4.30 in the morning hazy mind. But actually, by that stage, it was about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. And you had a few coffees by then. Yeah, I was on my second coffee. Um I had no milk too, so they're black. Good, that's how you should drink coffee. <laughs> black, one sugar. Nah, I had three sugars. Four coffees, one sugar, black. <laughs> Two and a half teaspoons of coffee <laughs> and black. You know, the people that you want to write in, they're still going to be whinging about they're not getting their okay, race sorry recap. Guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, um, what were we talking about again? I need more coffee, by the way. <laughs> the, uh, Ricardo was on the tyres going for a long period of time. They said he could oh, go yeah, to the end. Uh, yeah, so it's my hazy mind. I actually thought to myself, can he do it? And then he's, your hazy mind was like, no, he can't. That's ridiculously long. You can't do 70 <laughs> laps on a set of mediums and be at a pace that's competitive for the rest of the field who pitted at lap 20, 25 for mediums. Look, uh, I was hazy. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought to myself, maybe he can do it. 
pit stop's going to cost him 22 seconds. Maybe he won't lose 22 seconds in, in his tyres going off. Probably not right. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to put it out there. Yeah. Probably that was a really bad decision if they had a th- even thought about it. <laughs> this is why the guy on the pit wall hasn't like doesn't wake up at four in the morning but like all right let's make some decisions i need three coffees stat i need to have no milk lots of coffee a bit of sugar yeah um yeah i did think to myself for a second there i'm like what is going no he can't could he (laughs) yeah it Uh, it did cross my mind and initially at earlier on Going well, we've done his two profile like tires, two tires thinking yeah. maybe there could be an extra hold up or something later on. But he didn't get the, he didn't push through at the start. Anyway, he he go. got held up a little bit. He yeah, did. he really got held up. Um, he wasn't passing the cars as fast as he needed to. I don't think that was the main issue. Um, but yeah, I, a part of me really wanted him to pit because you know what? Once again, not biased at all, but. When Ricardo gets onto a good set of tires, he is a dog on a chain. Like he just he's, goes at it hard, yeah. and he just passes people. If he decides he's going past, that's it. You're done. You're done, son. Put a fork in it. So, you're done. Move so to the since side. Since we're, we're trying to we're trying to get to the last five laps, shall we talk about well, the pass he this did? Is, this is where we're leading to here. The pass was ambitious, but. We all know how Ricardo passes. That's how he does it. Mm. He he doesn't give people a, a decision too much to defend. Well, like you said in the, I think an interview somewhere, he's like he won that game of chess. Yeah, he did. He outbroke Vettel. Well, he he moved to the right. Vettel blocked him to the right. So then he moved to the left, and went for the outbreak, and then Vettel. In the breaking zone, this is why Vettel got the penalty, if you haven't read about it, by the way, by the time this comes out, if you haven't heard about it. Vettel closed the door under brakes. Now, Vettel was the advocate. He was the bloke putting his hand up at every driver's meet saying, briefing, saying, we need to change so, the rule because yeah, Max he is can't do that. Under brakes. And then Vettel was the first one to get pinned. Yeah. Wow. Big, big moment for the racing. Um and you could tell he was cheapest after the race. I don't know if you watched his interviews. No, I haven't. I've yeah. still got the race. I've got the podium interviews to go. I haven't watched it. Uh, if you watch the interviews from the pen afterwards, he the, maybe because he the told Charlie to get fucked like three times or something. Yeah, that's not on, by the way. That's um, no, you can't do that. I think honestly, he needed to be penalised for it. And I know, I know, I know. Sky didn't. They were very against it, and you should just let them do it. And other drivers had done it in the past, but we didn't have the radio messages over the TV. I don't care. There's kids at home watching this. This is not a MA rated motorsport. It's going to be Vettel's got a radio on this whole race. Well, it could be the thing that brings it back to where they used to siphon any swearing was taken out, censored. Yeah. Like, I mean, now I'm it's not, now not it's censored. Be ne- Before it yeah, wasn't censored because they wouldn't even put it in if they swore. Yeah, but it was filtered. We're in 2016 now. We all know some words. Yeah, Kids I know words. I still don't think it's I appropriate. Know. I think it was like I don't care if they go. Oh fuck! I just ran off the track in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Or, oh fucking Verstappen just hit me. Or you know that sort of thing. 
But for him to turn around and start targeting Charlie... Well, because he was fuming because he wanted that penalty to be issued during the race. He did. But, I mean, there's just five laps to go. They're not going to issue the penalties. He did come out afterwards and say, look, in the heat of the moment, the adrenaline... I understand that, you know, it was close to the end of the race. He's always going to do it after the race. I, I apologized for it. And I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not angry at Charlie, but it's not on. You can't do that. If you did that in another sport, mm. if, say if you went up to the cricket umpire, the, you know, the MCG there, get, Australia versus India. All right. Well, should we do what they do with cricket? You get picked up with the mic match fee fine. Yep. There should be something. Because like, be I understand, yeah, under the heat of the moment, if you get taken out, like, Vettel, with the um, China, he got hit by um, Kvyat. Yeah. He was very vocal on that. He was saying, you know, what the F are we driving here for if we're just going to get hit or something. I can't remember. Yep. He swore anyway. There was that one, one in Russia there, as well. Yeah. And let's like, shall we find them five grand if they I'm drop an F-bomb? Saying, I'm not just saying the F-bomb. I'm saying... The way well, I don't least, care if he, he targets, yeah, okay, swear, but let's not attack an official. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yep, that's um, so that's what I'm talking about. They shouldn't level anything. That should be done behind a closed door. He should go up to Charlie afterwards and say, "Look, Charlie, I'm not happy. You've ruined the race here for me. Um, that should have been a pretty simple decision." You should have just handed it down straight away so that we could get on with the race. Instead, he allowed him to become vulnerable to Ricardo, mm. which ended up changing the whole race. Oh, yeah. That's how it should have been handled. But He shouldn't is... be leveling, swearing at Charlie Whiting over his team radio because that was a- aimed for oh, Charlie. He knew that were listening to that. He said that. This is for Charlie. Yeah. Right. Oh. yeah. But... Is it also FOM's fault for broadcasting? I mean, they could have quite easily going, let's not broadcast that. It, that I did question that a lot in my head this morning, and I'm There's I'm still a lot not of sure. other radios. Each team is talking to their driver. Yeah, I agree, with, I agree with you 100%, and I still don't know how I feel about it. I, In one hand, I am definitely like FOM shouldn't have put that out there because it, it makes people disrespect Vettel. Makes people disrespect the sport mm. in general. Um, but I also like they put it out there because now we see the real side of it. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? A, We're seeing, catch, the, seeing the real side of Vettel there and how it's all working. His frustration at the moment. It's been brewing for it's last... 50-50. Do you just want to not know what the drivers are no, doing I, I, or do you want to know? Personally, I want to hear it. Yeah. I think it's not on, but I want to hear it. Yeah, I, I think attacking is not right. Swear if you if you get spun out and you're frustrated, you know, let's drop some F bombs. Fine. Yeah. But let's not call out someone by name and then tell them to fuck off An official, over the radio. Official, yeah, that should be a pretty slam dunk case. Cause then Vettel was bloody shaking his finger at Verstappen. Verstappen. Yeah. And then Verstappen's just got his fist out. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Verstappen tells... It looked like he was making some wanking signs. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> wanker. <laughs> yeah. Go home to your four trophies. They're the last four you're ever going to get. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so... Well, the rate with Ferrari's going, they're not in a winning position, are they? Well, and they also said publicly that they're going to... Um, Vettel needs to prove himself next year. If he doesn't, he loses his seat for... His contract will be torn up for 2018. So, yeah, interesting times ahead. Bombshell. I think it's scary at the Ferrari at the moment. They all look so scared. It's a real worry. They do, it doesn't look like a group. Did you see the team flank Vettel walking through when he yeah, got Yeah, I did see that. I was like, I bet that's just so he can get onto the podium because there's like a million people in front. Yeah. But it looked good. They had security there as well. Yeah. So. But it was a good race. Oh, yeah. something I wanted to talk about. I just forgot last week. Fire away, mate. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Can you hold on to it? I can. We should probably just finish the race. Okay. Okay. So and then Hamilton crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Hamilton crosses the line in first position. Rosberg in second. Yep. Verstappen in third. Vettel yep. fourth. Ricardo fifth. Yes. Now, changes all around. Does. Verstappen goes into the podium room. Awkwardly. Then gets told. Awkwardly. He, <laughs> he, um, he's got a five-second penalty. Which I think they point to the screen. Yeah, and well, then, he's looking. He, if you look, he looks a bit bemused when he's up there. He's like, "Ah, oh, my name's mm, not on the I'm list. down on the thing, finishing fourth. Mm. Why? <laughs> yes, and then he um, because he's already used one of the facial washes, like the yeah. cloth, and he just throws that down, picks his helmet up, pisses off. Vettel comes running in with all his friends, gets to go on the podium. Only to lose his position. And then Daniel Ricciardo gets to party on the podium um, About with no an one. An hour or two late. An hour or two <laughs> after the race. Um, <laughs> as someone who had money on Ricciardo finishing on the podium and didn't get paid out. Screw you, Crown Bet. Screw you. Um, <laughs> I know why you did Slander. it. <laughs> but, yeah. A, um, nice little photo of... Ricardo on the podium. Yeah, it's good to see him up there. With I'll, the I'll put it in the show notes again. Yeah. Um. So realistically, it was musical chairs for third. It was. It was all over the shop. I mean, I didn't realize Vettel lost third until I sent you a message I today. I haven't even read it yet. When you and sent it to me, I checked it and I'm like, wow. Yeah, because I was like, I knew it was a question mark when I watched it. I went, this is going to be scrutinized pretty deeply, and there's going to be a lot of unhappy people on both sides. Well, Either like, way, I, like I was saying, I woke up this morning, wanted to see the results, couldn't do it. I went to load it on my phone. I had all of two seconds and the stream loaded and then paused for a bit. And then I had to go to the bathroom anyway, get ready to go to work. But it was, I could go, oh, well, Hamilton, Rosberg, Verstappen. I'm like, cool. They're the three people in that cool down room. That's it. Leave, go to work, load up the internet. Then I see a picture of Vettel on the podium. And I'm like... No, I watched this race. I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. I I didn't watch the race. I saw them in the thingy. And then at lunchtime, I re, I see a picture of Vita, uh, Ricardo up on the podium holding his little trophy with Verstappen was up there. I don't know why, but anyway. Um, yeah, it was it was all musical chairs for third. Hell of a race. Yeah. Hell of an episode. Yeah. Um yeah, it was it was an interesting race. In the middle there, it was a bit boring, but it really, that in a lot really of races. was. Yeah, that's a lot of races. It's just a building period. Yeah, 
It's the phase of the race, the yep. boring phase. And um, no, I was really happy with it. I was glad I woke up for it and it was a good race. Now, can I talk about my one thing? Yes, your one thing you want to talk about. McLaughlin's pass on Frosty. Yes, what about it? The one he's full locked up. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've, yeah. I've seen it. I, I, just, I thought you might want to oh, bring up I'm the just controversy of the, it. Yeah, the fact that it was so much like wind cups. And, it, yeah. and Frosty said that pass was fine. Yeah. So, um, But also, it looks great. Uh, Watching yeah, the video of it. You're, you're going like, to love it. Oh, Scafie's car control moment, I reckon. Yeah, right, that's, that's <laughs> Scafie's car control moment. That was like From episode 14's car control moment. Who's <laughs> Scafie's car control moment this week? Um, Ricardo. Ricardo for which bit? Oh, with the the touching of Vettel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's he enough. was all locked up. I was very close to saying um, Alonso. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, see? that that would be a toss up for me because that was a really good save as well right, when we'll he was put, on the grass. We'll put it out to the people. Yeah, give us a give us a hoy and tell us which one you reckon we'll put was a, the best. Do they do polling on Facebook? They do. We'll have to. I'll have to look into this. You, your Michael, job. Nah, me and I Michael, don't know me and how to do, do it. This. <laughs> I'll do I'm it. Passing the buck on to Michael here. We need You're to find have out to go on Facebook <laughs> who did the car control moment. I'll find. I'll see if I can find videos of them. Put both of them up. It's either between Alonso with his save, his save on the grass. Yep. Or Ricardo and Vettel's bumping. Yep. Between those two. Yeah. Don't. I don't recall any other really hairy, scary moments. Nah, those, that's two. They're, they're definitely the two car control moments. Scafie's car control moment of episode 15 of Breaking Late. Oh, right. And on that bombshell. Yes, Clarkson. <laughs> he doesn't work for that show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but he took it with him. <laughs> did he? No, he I didn't. doubt he was they not tried to, They tried to actually, if you haven't watched the new episodes of... Well, Top Gear not, or not Grand new, Tour? Sorry, they're not new. Let me rephrase that. Of when Top Gear started again without the boys. I haven't watched any episodes of okay, that. Okay, it's pretty bad at the start. I know it's bad the they whole used, time. They had the they lowest used, rating episode ever on their final one. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. They they, they tried funny jokes about Clarkson and that and like they even brought in, in on that bombshell and the crowd was like, ooh. And I like, like the oh, last. We won't do it anymore. We're just joking. I like the last episode with Hammond and May, and there's like a giant elephant in the background yeah. of every shot. Yeah. Anyway, elephant in the room here. That's our episode this week. <laughs> we did a bit off topic there. All thanks right, for yes. tuning in or tuning in. Thanks for listening. If you got, like we said, we want to know where you're from. So shoot us an email, leave us a message in the Facebook. Yep. Um, we're breaking late. On Facebook, um, our website is www.breakinglate.com. Shoot us an email at breakinglate at gmail.com. And don't worry about our Twitter because I don't post there. That's us done and dusted. Thank you, Michael, for another great show. All right. Thank you. Um, you can s- sleep in this weekend. We've only got New Zealand. Is New Zealand on this weekend? It is. There we go. Looking so, forward to it. Should be good. We'll catch you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye.